We got a quick one this week, so let's just get right to it. This is Mosh Mouth. Welcome to episode four of Mosh Mouth. I'm your host, Stefan. We're talking all things going on in the metal and alternative music scene. It's a short one this week. I'm going to be doing three rapid fire reviews instead of a main big one. So let's just get right to it. And then I'll finish up with some quick news. Arkansas's Evanescence. You've heard the name. If you've been in the metal community at all, you're going to know who Evanescence is. We have Amy Lee, of course, on the lead vocals. She also does all the keyboards, piano, all that good stuff. Troy McLawhorn and Jen Majura on guitars. Tim McCord on bass. And we have Will Hunt on the drums for this record. And it's their brand new one, Evanescence, with The Bitter Truth. The fifth studio album, released on March 26th, 2021, through BMG. This album... Band's first in more than three years following 2017's Synthesis. But it's actually their first album of new material since their self-titled third album. But way back in 2011, this is essentially their first new album in almost 10 years. So how'd it turn out? Let's take a look. Starting out, we have Artifact slash The Turn. It's the intro song builds into the opening song it's cool it's dope leading into the main main song here broken pieces shine it's classic evanescence it's good leading into the game is over it has a fun little mini breakdown it's a cool song i i enjoyed it it was one of the singles that leads into yeah right that's one of the more upbeat songs it's probably the best song for showing off the talents of the whole band We get some good backup vocals from guitarist Jen Majura and one of the few guitar solos of the record. And that, of course, goes into Feeding the Dark. Good use of keyboards and backup vocals on this one. It's a good classic Evanescence song. Going into Wasted on You, it essentially works as the title track. Has some good use of electronics. It kind of starts as a ballad, builds into a more traditional song. Probably has one of the best choruses on the whole album. I'm, I'm pretty big on this one, Wasted on You. But then that one leads into Better Without You. This one has the heavy, heavy guitars down-tuned, especially for these guys. Very good drumming. It kind of feels like an old-school Evanescence song. It's definitely one of my favorites on the record. That leads into Use My Voice. It was one of the singles. This one's pretty cool. I like it. It's kind of a female empowerment one. We get Amy Lee, obviously, but we also get some backing vocals from Lizzie Hale, who's uh, the lead singer of Hailstorm. And we also get some from Taylor Momsen, who is the lead singer of The Pretty Reckless. So that's pretty cool to see a little bit of a collaborative effort on that one. That one leads into Take Cover. Has some real good bass work. It also has my favorite bridge on the record. That has Amy hitting some insanely high notes, which is always, always, always a pleasant to hear. And that one leads into probably the best song, in my opinion, on the album. This one's called Far From Heaven. This one has the best and most personal lyrics on the album by far. This one is about Amy's brother that had passed away. 
It's super emotional. It's a great use of strings and piano. It's definitely, I would say, the standout track of the album. It really sticks out in a good way. That one leads into Part of Me. It's one of the heavier songs. Good use of all the elements. Some of the best drumming we got on display here in Part of Me. And then that one leads into the final track, Blind Belief. It's a good song, like all of them are, but I can't help feel that it isn't a great song to end the album on. I think the ending would have been better suited with Far From Heaven, the ballad. I think it would have been a fantastic way to close, but that's just me. Still a good song, Blind Belief. And that's it. That's the end. This is a good Evanescence record. I think the only issue for me is the lack of big standout tracks, maybe besides the ballad Far From Heaven. This album has a tendency to blend together with a lot of the songs sounding pretty similar. I guess I was hoping for some more experimenting on this album. Especially after such a long time in between albums, it feels very safe. That being said, Amy Lee, of course, sounds fantastic. She's the lifeblood of the band and the whole album. I would say the standout tracks are Yeah Right and Better Without You, and of course the Far From Heaven has probably the best track. So I'm going to give this one a 7 out of 10. Only because I know the talent Evanescence has, and after such a long time, I was really hoping for something a little bit bigger. It's still a great record. If you like Evanescence, you're going to like this. Give it a listen. That leads us into our next review, where I'm going to be reviewing Australia's melodic hardcore band Stepson. They just released their debut full-length album titled Help Me Help You. It was released via Sharp Tone, and I gotta say, I hadn't heard of this band until just recently, so I just kind of jumped into this album without even listening to any of the singles, just went right in, and after listening to the album, I can say I'm a big fan. The variety on this album is awesome. Let's go through the tracks real quick. We got 11 tracks, and that starts with Learning to Let Go. It's straightforward, melodic, hardcore song. It was heavier than I was expecting for some reason, but that's a good thing. That leads into Run. Continues in the same vein as Learning to Let Go, but we get some clean vocals and even a little bit of a guitar solo, which is always a good thing. That leads into track three, Deeper Sleep. It changes it up a bit with a more upbeat pop punk approach while still keeping the harsher vocals on the verses. Great guitar and bass work. And we get another guitar solo. Always a fan. That leads into track four, Who Are We? Slows things down a little bit and we get to see a little bit more of a melodic side of Stepson. I actually hear big Blink-182 influences on this track, and I say that as a big compliment. That leads us to track five, the entire history of you. It picks the heavy back up. I really hear Sam Carter, who is the lead singer of Architects, in frontman's Brock Conry's vocal style, and it's really, really prominent in this track. We also get a pretty hefty, beefy breakdown, which, very nice. That leads us to track six, I Wish. It's a lot different than anything thus far. A slower song features all clean vocals against an almost hip-hop beat with some impressive background guitar and bass work. This was experimental, but I liked it. That leads to Dilemma. Beginning with an acoustic guitar, Dilemma is another different style song that switches between contrasting sounds. It really shows lead singer Brock's ability to switch his style back and forth between the heavier and more melodic vocals, which is always cool to see. That leads us to track eight, Come With Me. Picks up the pace with a fast-paced punk-style song structure. Clean and dirty vocals being traded back and forth. It really shows the nice balance this band has. 
we also get a pretty awesome breakdown. Track 9, Hush, slower paced song. It actually reminds me a bit of the Amity Affliction, especially in the chorus, but that is a good thing here. This song also features a good guest spot from vocalist Zach Britt, who was the lead singer of the Australian band Dream on Dreamer. That leads us to track 10, The Shift, The Blur. Flows between melodic and hardcore, showing both parts of Stepson with a clean, catchy chorus. And we get heavy, fast verses, which is always cool. And that leads us into track number 11. That's Say Something. I really enjoy the guitar work on this one. Has some great cleans. It's a good closer, and it wraps up the album very nicely. The strengths of this album are in the variety. Some heavy, some melodic, has great use of all its members, which I'm always a big fan to see. There's so much talent in so many bands, and I feel like so many bands just don't use some of their members to the full potential that they have, but that is not the case here. I'm excited for the future of this band. They definitely have the tool set to be huge. 8 out of 10. Check this album out. This is for fans of the Amity Affliction, Architects, and maybe Counterparts. And last one I'm going to do here. Citizen, Life in Your Glass World. It's the fourth full-length album released via Run for Cover Records. And I will say, at first, I wasn't a big fan. But now, after probably five or six listens, I can say they have successfully solved their identity crisis I was feeling on the previous LP, 2017's As You Please. And As You Please, I wasn't big on that record. I'll be honest, it felt very boring to me, but that is not this album. No, 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 no. Citizen has successfully crafted a new wonderful indie pop rock sound, a record that is wonderful and interesting experience from front to back. They incorporate elements of 80s new wave, some early 2000s dance punk along with their signature emo rock sound. This is the new and improved Citizen, and I'm here for it. I also have to give a shout out to bassist Eric Ham. This, in my opinion, is his best performance on any Citizen record ever, and he deserves a standing ovation. Standout tracks for me included single Blue Sunday, also Call My Bluff, and my personal favorite, Winter Buds. It's a very different direction for this band, but I'm definitely here for it. Go support this record. I'm not going to go through the entire thing. Just go listen to it. It's 8 out of 10 for fans of Turnover, Maybe some balancing composure. This is a great record. Go support these guys. And with that, that'll about do it for the record releases this week. So with that, let's move on to the singles for the week. We'll start with some pop punk. DC emo punk duo Origami Angel. I love, love these guys. They released a new single, Neutrogena Speaker. It's the first official single off their new double album, Gami Gang. This album will also feature the song Greenbelt Station. That's off their 2020 EP, Origami Angel Broke Minecraft. And yes, that is the actual title. I absolutely love these guys. Their 2019 album, Somewhere City, was literally one of my favorite albums of the entire year in 2019. Super excited for this one. Check out Origami Angel if you like some good heavy pop punk. And then we have Water Parks with Numb. Third single off their new album coming out soon called Greatest Hits. Not a fan of labeling it Greatest Hits, but maybe it will be their Greatest Hits. 
I do enjoy Numb. I like it much better than the previous single, Snow Globe. So if you like water parks, you're probably going to like this one. And With Confidence have released their first new song in a couple years called Big Cat Judgment Day. I'm not sure where that title came from. There was no announcement for an album yet, but I'm assuming that's coming soon. That'll do it for pop punk. Let's move on to metalcore. Monuments released Dead Nest. This song is amazing. Go listen to it if you like metalcore. That's all I have to say. We also had Gojira released the official single Amazonia. That's the third single off their upcoming LP, Fortitude. This one's cool, too, because the proceeds for this single go to benefit the Articulation of Indigenous People of Brazil organization, which is super cool to see them doing. We also had Beartooth release another new single called The Past is Dead. More octane core than metal core, but it's still pretty damn good. Along with that single, they have announced their new studio album, Below. That is coming June 25th via Red Bull Records. They have also announced a spring 2022 UK tour with support from Motionless and White and Stray from the Path, which sounds amazing. Bring that tour to the US, please, and thank you, Beartooth. And with that, let's move on to the news. Alt-Rock Legends, Garbage, and I gotta say, I gotta give a shout out to Garbage because they're from Madison, Wisconsin, and I'm from Wisconsin, so that's always cool. They've announced the details of their brand new seventh album, No Gods, No Masters, due out to be released in June. Gotta check out the single. Haven't listened to it yet. Another collab I'm excited about, See You Space Cowboy and If I Die First have announced a split EP called A Sure Disaster. It's set for release May 14th, and that's via Pure Noise, which of course, as I've said before, one of my favorite record labels. It will feature two tracks from each band and one track featuring both bands, which has just been released as a single, Bloodstained Eyes. Go check that out. I absolutely loved the collab between these two. Levi Benton, lead singer for metalcore band Miss May I, has confirmed that their new album is finished. We don't have a single or any details besides that, but looking forward to that one. I loved their last one. And probably the biggest piece of news today just came out today as I was about to record this. In a huge surprise, metalcore band The Devil Wears Parada have announced Zombie 2, a new EP, the follow-up to 2010's Zombie EP. This new record will allegedly arrive on May 21st, presumably through Solid State, which is their current label, and we're supposedly getting five tracks. Track 1, Nightfall. Track 2, Forlorn. Track 3, Termination. Track 4, Nora. And Track 5, Contagion. I'm super excited for this. I loved the Zombie EP when it came out back in 2010. I cannot believe that they're doing a sequel to this. It better not be some sort of April Fool's joke, because I'll be pissed. And so would the rest of the internet. It's going to be great. I can already tell. Just don't be fake. And then to close us out today, some of the more interesting news I've heard in a while. We have father-daughter grindcore duo called Animal School Bus. They're going to drop Jaws with their upcoming release. It's called 
going to Grammy's house 2021. This 20-track grindfest features the surprisingly brutal vocals of a nine-year-old, the Screamer, only known as Princess Beast. Going to Grammy's House 2021 consists of 14 songs recorded in 2014, back when Princess Beast was only two years old. Three recorded in 2020, plus we get three live tracks from the 2019 Rising Grindfest. Music on Going to Grammy's House was written and recorded by multi-instrumentalist Charlie Sadeyes from the band Crawl Below, with vocals and lyrics exclusively by Princess Beast. The track list includes titles such as I'm a Bear, Oreos Are My Favorite, and Teddy Bear Picnic. I'm actually super stoked to hear this because I heard one of the singles and it was surprisingly good and hilarious in the best way possible. So I'm definitely going to be checking this EP out. It drops April 30th. It's Animal School Bus with Going to Grammy's House 2021. I'm excited for that. And with that, that'll be it. A quick little short episode this week. Thank you guys for joining in. Hopefully I'll have a little bit of a longer episode next week. But anyway, until next time, this has been Moshmouth. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.